This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello, welcome back to Seagull Social Series Three, Episode <laughs> Nine. After this is the fifth take or fourth take. Um, so many, so many technical difficulties. That, yeah. um, I'm of course, well, I'm back, and I'm really, really happy to be back. The Premier League's back, and I'm of course joined by TikTok sensation Maz, um, away day sensation Jack, and verified sensation Ryan Adder. How are we all doing? That's pretty good, actually. Right yeah, I'm good, Ben. How are you? Yeah, all good, mate. Looking, hopefully, hopefully looking nice and tanned. Uh, obviously in Marbella, not um, Gibraltar. Ten days in Gibraltar. Ten days in Gibraltar. You can't do it. You can barely do one. It's so small. Um, I rated um, going to watch Gibraltar versus Georgia. So, yeah. Georgia. That was very on brand, Jack Albion. That was 96. very Jack. Yeah, that yeah. was very Jack Albion, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> I did think of you when I got the scarf and all. See in the back there if you can see it. Um, but boys, obviously. Dabismo, Dabismo ball, Deserbi's first game, and it got off to an incredible, incredible start. Um, Ryan, we'll start with you. I think you and Jack both went there. You actually made it despite the railway. Thanks for that, Jack. Yeah, we're sitting uh, right next to each other. Like, literally. Really? Yeah, yeah, like the row behind. Oh, lovely. <coughs> How was it, boys? How was the trip up there? Because obviously, I think, Jack, you went the day before, didn't you? To no, I, I drove on the day. Left oh, you drove on the day? 6.30, oh, okay. yeah. There, there was a... Very important matter of the under twenty threes playing Tottenham on Friday night, so I couldn't That's have made it what up. I probably before. thought, yeah, of Go course. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was uh, interesting because I don't usually get in a car on the way up, so it's a very different experience for me. But uh, it's so still nice. enjoyable. We did uh, well done. Still managed to drink like you know. I, I think that was honestly that. like the the most I've seen Jack drunk, which actually takes some doing. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> I think you were ultimately drunk. Yes, the other yeah. day. To be fair, that was that was next level the pinnacle. stuff. I mean, he was literally down in a sambuca as I came out of the grounds. It's like, yeah, crazy guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we didn't get through that bottle of sambuca though. That was uh, quite disappointing. But it was I'm not nice, surprised. Nice, it had and a right, nice oh, little you, nozzle. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, how did you find the away day? Obviously, getting up there. I'm, were you, Mate, did you cracking, go from cracking day out? Um, yeah, I came from the Midlands, which was a lot easier for me, to be fair. But um, still about 
three and a half hours, which isn't really too bad, to be honest, to Liverpool. It's more the actual getting through the city is just annoying, but other than that, it's fine, to be honest. Mm. And um, yeah, no, mate, what, what a day out it was as well, because that's up there with one of the best away days mm. probably I've personally done. It was a lot of fun, good atmosphere, deserve ball, him celebrating, never oh, spending his celebration in his own so box, good. which was hilarious. Um, yeah. Everything that I hated on Jesse Marsh for a few weeks ago. So, um, <laughs> yeah, here we are. <laughs> it's okay now. And um, yeah, no, mate, crack, cracking day out. Did, Mads, did you ever expect us to go 1-0 up, let alone just in like the first, what, few minutes? Yeah. Did that catch? Uh, it caught everyone by surprise, surely. Yeah. I, I, so, what was it? Me and Ryan predicted a draw ahead of the game. Yeah. I, was on an, I was on another podcast uh, and I actually said a 2-1 win on that one because I was like, do you know what? The more I think about it, uh, the more I'm, conf- you know, I'm getting more confident just because they're midfield. Like, that was for me it was like a big yeah. battle if we won the midfield battle. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, I was shocked. I'm not going to lie, going 2-0 up at Anfield, I was shocked. I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, what? And then when I saw Diaz come on, I was like, right. Uh, it was yeah. obviously 2-1 at half time and then I saw Diaz come on I was like right we're in, we're in for it now because um, I, I think he's incredible and he obviously was he was a difference maker he, I think he assisted Firmino's goal the second the yeah, yeah. yeah he did um, so yeah so for me I, as soon as he came on I was like oh shit here we go again but then I, do you know what I was really really impressed about was the fact that when we're 3-2 down we could easily like Brighton from last season or even seasons before we easily could have just been like right let's sack it off boys we lost this Pitch game you know, no yeah just and, and like a yeah, and it's nothing that's like on, on Potter or anything but uh, or, any, or I don't think it was like him but it, as a team it's right, sort of like yeah yeah let's blame it on him anyway it was definitely Potter's fault um, so yeah I, th- I think if, it was three, if we were 3-2 down like let's say last season I think that we would have lost that game 3-2 but the fact that yeah. we yeah you know Trossard equalising for 3 all. I just thought it was great, like the, the way we just kept going, kept going. Like when mm. Matoma came on, I thought it was brilliant. Um, yeah, it was just a really positive performance. I was I was chuffed. But yeah, mm. to answer your question, I did not see us going 2 0 up. Um, mm. And we should, you know, in. in, in it could have been 4 honesty, It could have been 4 0 yeah, at half time. Not even joking. We should have won that game. Let's be real, boys. We yeah. should have beaten Liverpool. We, we yeah. should have got three points. But. It was not to be. Uh, we yeah. defensive frailties mm. let us down. A few yeah. few mis- mistakes. Slash errors. That was one comment that I, caught me off uh, by surprise. It was about saying someone tweeted saying, "Oh, so we've forgotten how to defend now under uh, Deserby." And I was like, "What? Yeah. How have you come away from that I game don't... negatively nah, yeah. like that?" Look, I think yeah. at the end of the day, like as much as we probably made a couple of mistakes defensively, um, I don't think Sanchez was great for the third goal. But let's not dig him out. Yeah, uh, that's Ryan's job. And <laughs> but um, more to the point, like you know, I don't think it was you know Liverpool are a quality side still. Like it, I think it's quite similar to Leicester in a way. In uh, you know, as much as Leicester are doing terribly at the moment, they still are scoring quite a few goals. And I think it's the same with Liverpool. In that you know, mm. Firmino is a top quality player. Diaz, as Maz mentioned, when he came on, still a co- top quality player. Um, so I don't think it's massively a slight on our defence. We're, we're defending against arguably one of the best attacking teams in yes, the world. Yes, that's I agree. And if we concede free, we concede free. Most teams will come away from Anfield conceding a lot more, like Bournemouth. Mm. You know, they're not. <laughs> yeah. You know, as much Good as point. you know, as much as Liverpool have been poor this season, they still scored nine against Bournemouth. So I don't think yeah. it's a slight on the way that we set up. I think we set up just you know similarish to we have previously. They definitely look like. I don't know. I think the reason we attack more uh, is because we took more risks. 
I think that was one mm. thing I noticed yesterday. Like, there's a lot more risk taking. Like that that turn Webster made. Or I was sort of, just about to say it. He done that go past, multiple times as well, didn't yeah. he? he? Done that multiple times yeah, against Salah. Two or three times. To time, go yeah, past yeah. Salah was was fantastic. <clears throat> like, and those are the sort of risks that I don't think I would have seen as as much take as much under Potter. And that's not to, but as much as you know, I'm probably, you know, if if Potter has zero haters, I am one. Um, but you know, um, it's sort of like it's not a slight on him. I think it is just. You could tell that there were a couple of subtle differences how we sort of built up a oh, bit yeah. more, agree, yeah. and and took on more risks. And the sort of you know the idea of most people when we were two two would have probably brought on another defender, but we did you know brought on Mitoma for Estupinian, and that sort of attacked and got us huge, our third goal because I thought he was yeah. he was very good when he came on as well. Mitoma yet again, yeah, massively. Yeah. Um, oh, it's brilliant. And I'm it's sure you want to talk about Mitoma, oh, don't you, Ryan? You've been. Yeah, I was, I was just going to butt in then, actually, because I think that, yeah, Matoma again, he comes on and he just changes the game. Um, and I, I, I am a big fan of him, to be honest. I, I know I big him up a lot on Twitter, but even just, mm. you know, it, it just conversations in and around me is, you know, Matoma must be banging on the door for a start soon. And I, I know people were responding for to who, me saying, yeah, for who, though? Yeah, for who? Yeah, that's the difficult For one, me, I, I personally, I'm not, this isn't a dig out at Stupinian, but I, I probably... If anyone's going to be dropped, it's probably him. Oh, no. That's just me. I thought he was a little bit shaky for the for some of that game. Mm. A I think he'd be better at left wing back Salah's though. Purpose would be better at um, left wing back than Matoma, especially starting. That's the thing. Yeah, you, you wouldn't want to start Matoma left wing back. I don't think. Especially I think Matoma did start a lot of his um, a, a fair bit of it anyway at left wing back. I think he is very capable of mm. that. I oh, think he that's is. Yeah, actually, part of mm. what Potter when we when he came back was Potter was saying that he sees him actually as a, as a good left wing back. So I wouldn't be against him starting there. I probably wouldn't say you know drop a Stupinia. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if if I was going to drop anyone, it'd probably be him. Mm. Um, he I think he just needs a bit of a settling in process. He's yeah. he's a new oh. player in a new league. I think he's probably. Not not taking a, a while, but I think he just probably is uh, adapting. I think and I, I think he will come good. You can see the qualities he's got, but I think definitely. at the same time he can definitely try a bit too much at times. And I think he took a few risks at Liverpool, and, and some of them didn't pay off. And I think Salah had a, had a bit of fun with him at, at times. I, I'm I'm a big fan of Mr. Pinian. I really like him. I, I, I think I think he's great. Um, like even in the Liverpool game, I like I him. He, don't get me wrong. I like yeah, him. Yeah. I'm not gonna. No, no, no. I, 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 I agree with you. Um, sometimes he's a bit. Um, he does a bit too much for the ball. He, like, he tries a little bit too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you on, on, on that front. But I thought he was brilliant against Liverpool. I thought he really fucking. He worked his socks yeah, off. Yeah, he was good. He, he made a lot of tackles. Um, and also as well, like he just. Yeah, I feel like he he done what he was needed of him, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like like you said, Ryan, with a bit uh, a bit more you know settling in. Obviously, he's coming from Spain, yeah. playing Spanish football is different to, to the Premier League. Yeah. I think he just needs a bit of time just settling in. But I, I'm, I'm a really no, big so fan. I, think I, I'd, um, I really like I really like him. I think I'd probably say on your point though. I think what probably my worry with him was he got a yellow card fairly early yeah. on, and I was a bit he was just a bit of a walking mm. red card at times, and I was a bit like. I, I was just a bit unsure. I, maybe that tainted my vision of how mm, maybe mm. good he was. Maybe I thought, I, yeah. Because that was probably my worry. I was thinking, if he gets sent off, we're in trouble here. Because, yeah, uh, you know, right. at the end of the day, we are at Anfield, right? To be honest, though, I yeah. thought this was Estupinan's... Uh, God, I'm getting really good at saying it now. Estupinan. <laughs> um, I thought that this was, his best, this was his best game for us, by far. 
Yeah, um, yeah, like if you yeah. look at how maybe the Leeds game he played all right, but I think he put in some really good crosses. Huge contrast against you know when he's at Craven Cottage. Yeah, exactly, yeah, and I think he did he, he did really well in this game. But um, I think you're right. The yellow card, I did get a bit worried, but I thought he dealt with it quite well. Also, you know, as Ryan sat near me and heard my uh, slight on the referee. I mean, to give it, to give a yellow card for that was complete nonsense. Like, yes, yes, every player wastes time taking a mm. throw in, but to book him without a warning whatsoever in the first half was it was harsh. It was harsh, it was harsh. and then to also allow Milner to do it repeatedly when they were three three two up, it, it, it didn't mm. quite make sense to me. So I didn't really understand that, um, and I thought he dealt with the yellow card quite well. And I think when he did come off, it was the right time for him to come off, but. I think he performed quite well in in the circumstances of being on a yellow against arguably the best winger in the world. Yeah, and also as well, just fun. final one from me as well. Uh, this is a bit of a nerdy. This is a bit of a nerdy stat, but um, he's he's mo- he's at the top of the list of expected assists per ninety. That's above Pascal Gross wow. and Trossard, point uh, three five. Wow. And and he's got the top uh, interceptions per ninety as well. So mm. I mean, you know, it's. I know it's very early on. Yeah, it's only, it's only early on, but to show that kind of expected expected assist was that uh, just in the, against Liverpool? Uh, no, oh, no, that's season. in um, Brighton's Since, top Brighton. Oh wow! Yeah, twenty twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, so that's in like what okay, two games he's played? Two, three games. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that's my foot foot mob, by the way. So if they're wrong. Blame it. But yeah, football. Yeah, but, uh, that's probably our three and a half games because it was like the sponsors, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, going from going from left yeah, wing back yeah, just to, to right wing back. That, yeah, left wing back. Um, yeah, I feel like to do that from that that position, mm. you know, not being a left wing winger, winger or whatever. I think mm. that's pretty sick. And above Pascal Gross mm. as well, which we all know yeah. how. Good yeah, he is. fair play. Yeah, Maybe I'll take that back then about um, dropping a steamy. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I was probably probably trying to just fit Matoma in because, yeah. as I say, he was absolutely yeah. fantastic when he came. When he did change that game, I think. It actually, it actually complimented when he did come on because March almost had a little bit more joy once he did come on. I think it almost opened up a bit more of a gap yeah. for Matoma. I mean, he, he had a lot of fun with uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, <laughs> left him on his bum a couple he of times. It. it was quite yeah. funny to watch. Oh, so I mean, Tross, Trossard that as well did goal. the same for the goal. That first goal yeah. was yeah. class. So that even started with that ball, I think, for the switch from Solly March, didn't it? Mm. And I think it might have been Estepinha that brought it down. It was just a back heel for Welbeck as well. Yeah. Uh, it's mm. just, it was such a good goal. And then just to bury that finish with his weaker foot again, because he scored mm. twice mm. with the left foot uh, uh, at Anfield. It was three. phenomenal. Like, was it all, all three? Oh, God, yeah, yeah all three all with his left. Yeah, all yeah. three with his left. All three with his weak oh. foot. It's mm. insane. Yeah. Yeah. That was such a good finish. <laughs> he hit that so clinically and yeah. so powerfully into the bottom corner. Mm. And just mm. seeing Trent, there's that perfect picture of Trent where he's literally looking at <laughs> uh, his knee, yeah. Leo going, yeah. oh, fuck, I've really fucked him again. Because <laughs> like, especially after Klopp was defending him so much in the, uh, in, in the pre-match, wasn't, it, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, so much. And then I to have that happen just a few minutes in is poetic. I think as well, Trossard's on, what, 23 goals for us now? So he must be, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's 26 uh, Premier League record for us. I think Mope and uh, Murray hold that record. So he's actually pushing wow. for all-time top Fucking scorer hell. For Brighton in the in the Premier League, I mean he's rewrited himself here because the last couple mm. of years he's been you know it, the it, Maz is probably rightful criticisms throughout 2021 was mm. inconsistency on his mm. days great mm-hmm. can go on a bit of a bad run for about seven or eight games then comes back I mean pretty much every week Trossard's great now uh, yeah. he was last season as well absolutely fantastic probably one mm. of the players of the season this season he started so strongly again and it, it feels like whenever he goes through on goal. 
he seems so clinical now, and you don't feel like Trossard's going to try and do set, uh, like more stepovers or something and, the and, and raise the chance. The cutbacks the yeah, cutbacks. He, he's really clinical. He's really cut that out. And obviously, De Zerbi said that he tried to get more goals out of him. And, and I mean, he got a hat-trick at Anfield. Yeah, the third so player jokes. only ever to do that as an away player, by the way. The first time since 2009, I believe. That's crazy stats yeah. uh, mm. to be able to say that we witnessed that. Uh, Leandro Trossard, uh, he's rewriting himself into a bit of a a bit of a cult hero slash. I wonder if the big L word will get mentioned if he keeps us up over the next year or two if he gets a new contract. That was quality from Deserbi though, wasn't it? He said that he called him up. He hadn't even met Trossard yet, but called him up whilst he was on international break at Belgium and said, "You need more goals." Even though he's had such a good start already this season, banging in goals to call him yes. up and do that and then score a hat trick at Anfield. Yeah, so good. <laughs> That's what yeah. I, mate, I love that about Deserbi. I was just about to say on that, Ben, I really liked his comments as well uh, prior to the game about how he said that Dunk, Veltman and uh, Webster, like, uh, <coughs> basically, not first team on the sheet, you know, on the sheet, uh, and also that like, he puts his full trust. And I, I love that he's sort of like, mm. not, not singling players out, but he's basically vocalising that I trust these players. Yeah. And I think that, that will give those kind of players, you know, it might, it might isolate a few players. They might be thinking, well, I've got no chance of getting in the starting eleven. You know, there's going to be pros and cons to that. But I think on the whole, it will definitely like yeah, like the likes of Dunk, Webster, and Veltman. If they're mm. like, right, he really trusts me, I'm gonna fucking play my, yeah. you know, my play my. Oh mate, you so, could definitely see the uh, the ego boost in March and Webster particularly. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. And also March. Veltman, there is definitely an ego boost in that, and it's it's mm, yeah. great. I think if Zerbi keeps that up, he's gonna get the best out of these boys. I said March most improved player at the beginning of the se- uh, last season for this season, didn't I? And yeah, after me. I th- yeah, mate, I thought- he's, he's he's class. I thought yeah, March fair. and I'm Webster. I think you're right. They look way more confident because because Webster, mm-hmm. like not not to say that he's often, but he can often have his moments where um, I call yeah. it his speedboat without fun. steering wheel moments, where he just sort of runs <laughs> forward. He doesn't really know what yeah. he's doing, and he goes, "Oh shit, I've got you know no idea where I am now." There's attackers coming down on me. Nosebleed. Yeah. Um, whereas you know the other against Liverpool, he had the confidence to sort of take that forward and knew exactly what he was doing. Um, yeah. and again, so imagine if that didn't pay off as well, yeah. Jack. Like he's because he gets he gets pelted by some fans if if he makes a yeah. mistake. So he done yeah. that a few times. I think, I think, I don't if know that didn't pay off, he would have got yeah I, so much hate. I don't know what he's like this season, but he definitely is up there for biggest ball carrier stat yeah. in that he he takes it forward more than anyone else. So it'll be, it'll be, I think it's good. Yeah, yeah, get get Maz on football for a sponsor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm um, actually looking it up as, you, as you're saying. <laughs> I could see the white light hit your face. Yeah. I was like, your um, and March, yeah, I think he looked he looked really good. And it's quite interesting that Deserby sort of singled him out for praise. And oh, I really like March. I really like him as a player because if you think compared of the him to Karate, didn't he? Yeah, compared him to he's obviously a phenomenal player for. Such and a um, mm. but you think of how he's been playing in the last few years, and he is sort of an Italian traditional style left back um, March mm. you know sort of these wing backs who like Kandreva over the years you know great players obviously who sort of play these sort of winger full back roles and I think March has sort of done that really well so it'll be yeah. interesting to see how he develops under De Zerbi I, I think early signs of Deserby so far, I think, mm. are very positive. I mean, you know, we, we, I see, as you say earlier, Ben, about um, the people sort of digging him out for the defensive problems and you see Erling Haaland score a hat-trick and it makes you wonder. But I don't know. I just think that um, there seems to be a good vibe about the guy as well, mm. you know, even just off a footballing basis. He seems to give off good energy uh, in, the, in the interviews. He's really trying hard to, to get that mm. English right. And mm. I really respect that a lot, you know, to, to go on that... 
uh, press conference that first day and really try his best to talk mm. English. It's yeah, great. until he needed. I, I thought his English is good. Oh, I think yeah, good yeah, he's done all right for himself, hundred yeah. percent. And um, I mean, you can tell he understands as well what the the, uh, the uh, pundits are saying mm. as well. Um, but no, I just think the early signs that celebration, a bit of passion, a bit of that fire. Was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It probably links up with the the Brighton way a little bit more than perhaps previously but i don't know uh what i don't know what you guys think about that the he, sort of connection the bond is already starting to grow i think massively, he, he yeah. reminds me a little bit of gus poye do you know what i mean he's got that little bit of um, yeah, gus poye in him do you know what i mean mm. in terms of like he's, he's got that dog in him he's got that dog in him yeah that's, that's exactly it um, no I, 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 I think I, I, exactly what you just said Brian. Yeah. i feel like um he's got that passion he's got yeah. that passion you know what i mean that passion merchant he's got a bit of a um you know, yeah. a bit about him rather than yeah. a few of our previous managers. Let's say, like, I don't know, like a Chris Hewton, who's a bit more reserved, a bit more calm, yeah. mm. you know, has that, has that demeanor. I think that's of a, good in some ways. A nice guy. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, good. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's nice reserving. to have a change, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Got, like Fans. Jack said, I love that. I love that. He's got that dog in him. I love yeah. that. Mm. Fans will feed off that a lot more as well yeah. rather than seeing a composed manager mm. on the pitch. If you see your manager, like, out in his box or, yeah, doing mm. those, like, quick steps when he was celebrating, it's only yeah, been, like, rile up. That reminded me of you, uh, you on a Saturday night, Ben, those little quick steps. <laughs> yeah, the boogie. <laughs> <then. laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, God. After a few beds, yeah, that's for sure. Um, but who wants to talk us through the second goal? Because that was decent as well. Like another Trossard banger. Mate, Probably not as good as the first one. Absolutely happening. <laughs> yeah, go on, I mean, I think Allison probably will be disappointed himself. Mm. He probably let it through his hands a little bit easily. But again, it was it was just a great move again. And it was Welbeck, I think, sort of linked it up. I think overall, we, we just look very you know, um, threatening, I think is the word. Mm. Uh, you know, we come forward with menace and, and mm. a bit more directness and intent. And I think that that's three things I've said there that if you were to watch a podcast from about a year and a half ago, we would be absolutely laughing at ourselves mm. saying this now because that's just completely the opposite. It was a bit passing the round and, mm. you know, a bit passive and then we'll, we'll pass it back to Dunk and then we'll put it in midfield and then we're not quite sure where to go with it. Mm. Whereas now we're, we we really come forward with intent. And as I said earlier about Matoma, who came on and terrorised Trent Alexander-Arnold. And uh, yeah, that second mm. goal, again, we came forward. As soon as Trossard got on that ball, I just thought he was going to score. I didn't think yeah. for a minute he was going to miss. I was like, no, that's going in the back of the net again. And I think it was something that we had six big chances, six shots on target. And I think it was six shots and six on target. So I'm pretty sure every single time we came forward, yeah. we had a shot on target. The first half crazy. ended with four shots and four on target. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That That that's is, that. if that's going to, what the, the Zerbismo is going to be, then mm. that is very, very, very promising signs. Anfield as well, to be able to say that as well. It's not like we've yeah. just played, you know, a lower team. We, we've actually played Liverpool at Anfield and, and we've it, been able to say these stats. I think over the last few years, that's definitely been our problem at times, has been shots on target, clinical being clinical team, mm. and you look at how well we sort of played with um, with with the way that uh, in the first game where we're getting all the shots on target, it, it, it's been very, it's, it's, it's a style change. Not to say, because I think there was definitely a move in Potter's reign towards the end of last season where we went from very slow build-up play to trying to be very intricate to a lot more direct. And I think yeah. De Zerbi sort of, not to steal a quote from somebody else, which I saw online somewhere, but you know, Deserbi's like potable with four espressos. 
Um, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, the BBC reporter, wasn't it? Yeah, that's really good. Um, so you know, that is that is sort <coughs> of how we sort of press on, and we, we're sort of being so direct and making sure that if we get in there, we're getting balls into the box. Because even then, even mm. when there were shots on target, there were balls being buzzed across the front of goal. Mm. You know, and that's the sort of thing I want to see—the direct sort of attacking down the line, um, and j- just having that sort of where you gamble on it, and you know, if there's someone there, they tap it in. So hopefully, yeah, usually well, one well. Um, we had he had two brilliant chances. We had his first. Yeah. In the, first, mm-hmm. yeah, the first one in the first half when it literally was just so close to going off the line Alisson keeps yeah. it out and then obviously before Trossard got his winner so close to going in mm. and even getting and, himself up. and, Sorry, and quickly just just quickly Jack to your point of uh, mm. shots on target per match I can give you a stat on that as well thanks to Pokemon <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you're uh, sponsor us now my yeah. god <laughs> <laughs> so um, we, uh, on average 5.4 shots per target um, Shots on target per match, which leaves us sixth behind Newcastle, Arsenal, Spurs, Liverpool and City. But, interestingly, shot conversion rate 11.9%, so, which is actually better than Liverpool, better than Newcastle, better than Arsenal. So, yeah. you know, flying at the top of the league. So, yeah. Arsenal, wow, that's, that's a claim, actually. Interesting, that's uh, interesting facts there. Mm. Mm, I was actually going to just touch on the point, um, because it's easy to say... You know, um, big up Trossard, big up Matoma, mm. big up uh, your attacking players. But just to mention Alexis McAllister, he was fantastic oh, he's again. He's he was mm. so, so good. And his mm. dribbling as well seems to... He must have been taking some notes off Messi during his oh, uh, national break. That, because he was down. just... He yeah, and he, he was just sort of dribbling in and around yeah, and then phenomenal. just... He was fantastic again. And he's really, really paying dividends in that sort of deeper role and that, to be fair is credit to Potter for taking yeah. a chance on him doing that but yeah. he was he was fantastic again to do that at Anfield and, and, and to take on players as well with so much confidence and almost take the game by the scruff of the neck and control it again he's he's clever enough to read the game before anything happens and, and sort of create his own space and find the right pass every time I thought he was brilliant and um, yeah, yeah no a long way to continue with Alexis it's one of the best sort of step ups I've seen a Brighton player perform mm. oh, uh, into a new role without am I right in thinking Naylor tweeted a couple of days ago about Trossard and Alexis potentially getting new contracts and he said they were underway yes, negotiations yes, underway correct, that would yeah. be huge because obviously Trossard's been linked with moves away even last year he was linked with the move away due to his contract situation and then mm. obviously now Potter going to Chelsea he's been linked with Chelsea mm. like Every other Brighton player. I think it's good so to be, find it'd out. Be good to lock, it'd be good to lock both of them down. It's good to see that they both had uh, contract extension options, though. Which yeah. Will, which will both be clever. Used, so yeah. it means we, we, we yeah. can't lose them for nothing. But um, mm. yeah, I think they need to get we need to get them battened down to new contracts. Especially <laughs> I was going to ask the group, like, do we think they're like Trossard wants to sign a new contract because he's probably thinking, you know, one corner of his eyes like Chelsea, you know, bigger club, blah blah. Mm. But then also he probably thinks well because he so in the lead up to the World Cup he be you know obviously we know it's a it's a, it's a winter one now obviously he's been he's going to play week in week out he's obviously putting great performances in he's going to be like a shoe in to go to the World Cup obviously and probably start for Belgium yeah. but then after that he's probably thinking well what else have I got to like after the World Cup he comes back he's like well okay I've done done what I need to do with Brighton do I just leave now do you know what I mean is it similar so, to what Moises said as well Moises Caicedo mentioned about playing in the yeah, World Cup Moises, and yeah stuff on that stage. I think a lot of those uh, interviews are being taken out of context. Like, I think they're just literally saying stuff like, you know, if the opportunity comes up, I'd like to go to a big club. But I think they also, a lot of these players want to play every week, regardless of whether it's before or after the World Cup. If Trossard goes to Chelsea, Chelsea have like a plethora of options um, Mm. at wing, on the wing. You know, they've got Stern. They've got some of the best wings in the world there. Um, So, you know... 
Like you know, even Ziyech isn't a bad player when he when he wants to be. Um, yeah, he's, I mean, he's okay, awful. maybe he's maybe okay, maybe that was. He's trash. <laughs> um, you know, they've got options all over the place. And so. he's a regen, right? Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, um, no, it's a good. It's a good point, Jack. Because um, uh, look at Basuma yeah. at Spurs. Like, yeah. he's not getting a game. Yeah. Yeah. And and, argu- and arguably against Arsenal, he should have started. Like mm. they, they were. I think they had a few injuries, and I think Skip's yeah. coming back from injury. Like, why is Basuma not starting? He, he must be looking. I at can see him quiet, moving like, on in January. I, I don't know tricking. why. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know I think I, possibly, I think the Conte criticism keeps, seems to be quite like harsh. Yeah. I don't know if that's out of context too, but obviously to come out and say, you know, I know that Conte is very cutthroat mm. and that's sort of the way he's always been. He's quite out there. Mm. But to come out and say that, you know, Bissouma particularly hasn't stepped up so far in mm. training and mm. hasn't adapted, it's quite yeah. a big statement yeah. to make, you know, about one of your new players. So I can see why he's not playing and, you know, mm. I'm, I, don't, I don't really care to be honest. Yeah. He's fine, he's not our player anymore. But... um the grass isn't always greener, I suppose. You're yeah, just about to I say think, that. Yeah. You know, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea um, didn't exactly perform well against Palace, I believe. I think they, they did win, but they weren't great. Uh, Mate, Thiago should have been Chelsea sent fan. off. That was the most crazy um, thing. The fact that he oh, wasn't sent off, really? but literally deliberately handballing. Oh, yeah. He yeah. fell over. Yeah, he just scooped it. Yes. Like I mean, a basketball player I mean, does when he falls over. a terrible decision because, like, you know, yeah. um, I, I mean, I follow a few Crystal Palace accounts here and there. Um, and you know as much it's as I like yeah yeah it's entertaining <laughs> they're, they're, what, what, two of their fans were trying to uh, batter each other last night that was quite entertaining uh, but um, you know just seeing that and you look at that decision you think how oh, the hell is that give, isn't given um, mm. that's a bizarre decision apparently it's because he accidentally touched the first one but the second one he deliberately touched it so he deliberately yeah, touched I it. I don't really understand. A bit like um, well, Salah had three deliberate yeah, handballs and didn't get booked as well, Jack, remember? Yeah, that was some, yeah not to go on about refereeing again, but yeah, that was... Uh... Just, just final one on the on the Palace on the Palace game. Uh, it was poetic, though, wasn't it? Graham Potter's Chelsea and Conor yeah, Gallagher, Conor arguably Gallagher one of their best the ever. Players. Best ever players for Crystal Palace, um, who, well, on loan anyway, and he scores a worldie in the last minute. <laughs> I mean, it uh, makes you great. think, like, and especially Thiago Silva getting an assist after handballing that should be sent off. Like, it makes you think, is That's the Premier League rigged or like, is it written by movie producers? Because like, some of the <laughs> yeah, shit that happens, you're just like, sometimes it makes yeah, you wonder, doesn't it? It makes there you is, think that like, this game is incredible. Well, I think to, to go think back that to, to, happen. Yeah. to go back to our game, I, I don't know how Salah is able to uh, deliberately handball the ball three times. Like, that doesn't make any booked. sense. And not get booked at all, yeah. Um, no, I do agree with you. That was it a strange crazy. one. Um, have we got any more we want to talk about on the Liverpool game? Any more? On I, I was actually just about to say about, like, finally on sort of the Chelsea thing. It would be interesting to see, because obviously we play them not long. Because, you know, the, Jack, I know you were there, so you, the, the chants about Potter before the game were quite strong. I'm really? going to be singing them Please. now. No, what, um, what was it about? I, I, uh, I'm not saying the word on here because I'll probably get demonetised, but um, <laughs> calling him the C word pretty much. <laughs> but here we wow, are. Um, uh, it was the same as the Mope song. It was like, hey, Graham Porter, you know. Oh, um, okay. Oh. So, what, they, what they sung about Boris Johnson that, all yeah. that time ago. That's, oh, it's a cringy song, that. Yeah, yeah, the Boris rubbish. one, yeah. No, so, uh, yeah. yeah, that was aimed at Graham Potter, I think. I don't know how many of the fans, because I was actually coming into Anfield at the time. So mm. I was coming in through the turnstiles, just heard it. And I was like, oh, yeah, wow. Um, but um, wow. yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that all goes down, yeah. to be fair. I think it'd be it, like it, Lewis Figo, you know, when Figo went back to the Camp Nou when he started to drink that pig's head on the pitch. <laughs> 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 we'll just throw fake Monopoly money. 
Charlie on the pitch. I think we should. <laughs> For me, like I, I think this is obviously he's come up a few times on Twitter as uh, anybody who knows that uh, you know the worst week in uh, you know the history of the world where we just won five two against Leicester, then Potter leaves, then the football gets cancelled, and the Queen and then, passed away. Yeah, yeah, Queen went and new Prime Minister. So it was all new King. Christ. Yeah, it was. It was all a bit strange in that week, but um, like you know, I I will fully admit I lost the plot over it half the time. But um, you know, I'm, I'm... Matt was like, yes, yeah, yeah. We, we can confirm, we can confirm yeah, um, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of saying that. Oh, I've had enough. I've I've had enough of this. I'm going off uh, for a few hours, and then only to say, "Oh yeah, I'm back five minutes later." Or like, like, so like girls, what they say. Way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Text me. But, Genuinely on Graham Potter though, like yeah, I'm not going to deny I'm pretty bitter about the way he left. Still, I think it's time to move on now. Finally, after we've seen a game, because I think it was allowed to stew because there was so long between yeah. games. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm still I still don't think the way he left was was great, and I don't, still don't think it's the right job for him. But we move on. We we go past it now. Agreed. When he comes, Zobismo is here, <laughs> and I think when he comes back with Chelsea in a few weeks. Um, you know, I I won't I won't be booing uh, for sure, but I won't be clapping either. You know, it won't be a case of where I think he, you know, you know, you think some manager, if if Gus, even if Gus Poyer came back and he did, he would do a lap round the pitch. I'd probably clap him um, because mm. he did a lot for the football club at the time. But I think there were, and he left under pretty bad circumstances. So I think mm, it needs actually. a few a few years for us to get over it almost. Yeah, um, fair enough. Before, yeah, it'll be yeah, really so. interesting to see how that happens uh, when like, the reception that he gets. Mm. Obviously, like you said, Jack, he's done so much for the football club. Yeah. He's he's put us to an unbelievable place, and yeah. we can't deny it, where Deserby can come in and pick mm. up a brilliant, brilliant squad with players that have come from, well, come from nothing yeah. to something. He's done phenomenal mm. stuff for our club. So, like, it will be, yeah. it'll be sad yeah. to see him get booed or anything mm. like that if he does get booed. Um, but I would understand why the fans would do that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I haven't made my mind. I probably mm. will be the same as you, Jack, and just not do anything. Yeah, I think, I think like also I'm in the middle. I think yeah. some people mm. need to accept this. Some people are just going to be bitter about this forever. You know, some people never mm. liked Glenn Murray when he came back um, yeah. because he went to Palace. Yeah, you're you right, know, you're right. some people don't like anyone. You know, uh, you know, people have their reasons to be bitter, and that that's yeah. fair enough to a certain extent. I'm not that bitter considering how much of a mentalist I was over that week um, but you know it's sort of like you know I, I, I was um, you know I, I, I'm still disappointed but it's time to move on and I think Saturday was perfect to move on yeah, because we were so bloody good so, at least at least, hopefully when we do play Chelsea we'll still be above them in the table because currently yeah. we're still one yeah. point above sitting that's, pretty in that's place. actually what I was going to led me on nice actually I was going to say We've got a game in hand over the our, you know top four rivals, and um, we're we're actually flying. To be fair, I, I didn't realise how far up in the leagues we were until I looked yesterday. And it, it, even you know Manchester United could have overtaken us until they decided that Haaland and Foden were the second coming of Christ. And here we are, it's sat in fourth still, and we're game in hand. We've got Tottenham next, um, and I wanted to just ask, to be honest, because watching Spurs against Arsenal, I know it's North London derby, it's a bit of a cup final, to be honest with you, so it literally can go either way. But I mean, we've got to be a little bit, a little bit confident, confident don't yeah, hundred percent. Deserby's first game back at the Amex. Oh, sorry, back at the Amex. Sorry, yeah, that will be a yeah. huge atmosphere. Five thirty yeah. kickoff. Um, yeah, they'll be on the back of a horrendous result uh, in the North London derby, albeit mm. they obviously haven't beaten. Arsenal for like 30 games in the Premier League at away playing away sorry 
um, mm. which is nuts status in itself. But yeah, they'll still be very, very hurt from that. And we will yeah. be coming on the back of a brilliant result. But yeah, I guess it was a draw, but should have been a win. Played unbelievably, mm. whereas they played horribly. So yeah, defensive, were, so they negative. Poor. They were really poor. Yeah, Really poor. That's the thing. It's only going to be a positive when we play them on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Like for, for me, watching that game against Arsenal, like apart from, I'm trying to think who stood out that game, apart from maybe like a, a Harry Kane or someone like that, mm. I just thought they were just, just not at the races at no. all. And, and like Brian said, it could be because it was North London derby, obviously at the Emirates, you know, all those factors definitely come in. However, at the same time, it's like, you know, they've not been, I'll be honest, I don't think they've been great throughout the whole season. Like consistently no. throughout the season, they've been getting results. They've been, they've been grinding results out, which is good. Like you know, I'll take a one nil crappy little scrappy win. But at the same time, they have not been playing well. So that's what fills me with confidence: is that we've actually been playing really well and getting results. So that's what puts me in good stead this season. Uh, going, into haven't, this they haven't gone into that winter. next gear, have they yet? And no. obviously, I really hope it doesn't happen against us. But I, no. I think it'll be unlikely <laughs> that they do. I'm really <laughs> gutted that Emerson Royale got sent off because I was really hoping for yeah, us to have a field yeah, day against them. Yeah, he's a bit, of a, a bit of a joke. Player, I really, really thought we were going to have a Who's brilliant, a brilliant game against him. Oh, right back. Uh, Matt Doherty, um, which is Doherty. I, I actually think uh, Matt Doherty is really underrated. Yeah, he is. Oh, Jed and Jed Spence. Oh, he, doesn't get, I don't know. he doesn't he, get a look in, though, does he, Spence? Yeah, but so. Jed Spence, he's I don't know what's happened to him. He's moved to Tottenham and he seems to have just lost the plot. It was like after the game yeah. uh, on uh, Saturday, his, uh, his sister put something on Instagram like, it could have been so different. Um, oh really? Yeah, but he should have just what? stayed at Forest. I don't get why he didn't just stay at no, Forest. Well, no, it seemed like the obvious move for him. Yeah, I, don't, is it... I, don't, I know that you know, obviously Tottenham's an attraction, whatever. But yeah. sometimes you just have to, as a player, accept that a jump straight away isn't always a great no. idea. I think sometimes he thought he was good to enough to get in the first team straight away because obviously Emerson yeah. had a stinker that season. Doherty yeah. was looking like he was on the way out, but he kind of had a second coming, really, didn't he? In Spurs, so and he, and he probably thought like... that the sport was his, the starting sport. So yeah, because to go to a team like not like we would need him, but a team like us in and around that sort of mm. mid table, even if he didn't fancy Forest, but. Even still, I, I do find his move quite a strange one. And, and there's rumours that he refused to go out on loan, which is a bit strange as well. Like, mm, surely you want that for the development. It's weird. Really weird. But, um, no, I like Matt Doherty, to board. be fair. Yeah. I, I really rate Matt Doherty. I think yeah. he's very underrated by a lot of people. So Yeah. Yeah, but then again, I, I don't know. Mitoma on him. Mm. Yeah. You know, we could we could get we could have some fun there again, I think. And big big question is, does Basuma start? Does Basuma start? Oh, I didn't even... That just reminded me. Jesus Christ, the Basuma derby. What sort of reception will he get? Probably a good one, I suppose, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's... Yeah, He's not like bad-mouthed as has he? No, exactly. I feel like since he's left, like, I know we we usually just look at social media, but on social media, he's been really nice. He's done a really nice sort of like open letter on Instagram. Yeah, I think he's handled himself really well since he left, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just a pity for him that he hasn't got in or yeah, done yeah. well. And like you said, Ryan, the grass isn't always greener, but maybe it will pick up for him. It's, yeah, it's, Trossard, if you're watching, mate, grass isn't greener. <laughs> stay here. Every, any Brighton player, if you're watching, yeah, it's not yeah, with yeah. Moises Caicedo. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's strange with Basuma, though, because like I think we were talking about this in the car on the way back. Um, so, you know, the conversation might not have made sense to anybody outside that <laughs> realm that we were in. But... Um, we were saying like Basuma was probably one of the best players to ever play for us. When he was on form, he he was yeah. he was fantastic. But we yeah. of all the players who have left over the years, I think this is genuinely the player where we've missed him the least. Like, yeah, you, and that's yeah, not a slight on him. But the way we've played this season, yeah. at no point had I been like, we really missed Basuma here. 
we really yeah. miss what he did. I think there's almost like a perfect balance between like Kaiseida, where Kaiseida does a lot of the dirty work, winning the balls back. And then McAllister plays in the same position as Basuma, but is just so much better attacking and contributes so much yeah. more. Because I think if there was one bad thing about Basuma, was his goals and assists were low. And I don't mm. think that was that wasn't a massive issue for the role he played, but he didn't always bring goals and assists to the game. Mm. And I think that's maybe why he I, I always thought if he took that step up to the top six clubs, he would struggle at a top six club because they want all their midfielders to be contributing assists and goals mm, yeah. all over the place. You look at, I'm trying to think of an example in the top sides, like, you know, Liverpool, Fabinho pops up with a few goals. Even Rodri comes Gundogan. up with a good amount of goals. Yeah, And then you look, even you look at, um, you look at Arsenal, Partey and Shaka with a goal scorer. Shaka, yeah. yeah. So, no, you're fair you know, point. I think that's why he struggled a bit. Yeah, no, it's a good point. It'll be interesting. But obviously then they got Harry Kane who loves scoring against us. Yes. Oh mate, okay. I forgot. I've got to watch that guy play football. I hate what. I, honestly, he I winds, think he is the most infuriating so player. Yeah. I hate. I, I don't normally hate players, but I can't stand watching Harry Kane play. I'm sure he's a nice bloke, but I can't stand watching him play football. He drives me absolutely crazy. He's, All he does is dive and moan and win. And on top of that, Ryan, oh, Richarlison, and Son, who both love diving about oh, as well, so. just makes me. It's go gonna mad if it Tottenham if it doesn't go away, away, it's gonna be a very very frustrating evening. Oh, uh, I, I tell you what though, Spurs. Harry Kane is very good though oh yeah i'll buy every time to harry kane stuff because it just he just winds me up every time mm. winds so me one, up. one thing i will say actually um and i think he's i think he's really key to their i think he was really key to the reason why they didn't do well on, on saturday or whenever they played um kulisevsky he was injured wasn't he so mm. yes, i feel like if he's actually, if, if he's back against us i'm actually uh, much less confident because I feel like he actually does add a lot. I think he's like the mold. Yeah. Um, he's the gel between you know the yeah. midfield and, and the attack. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah I worry about Richarlison Maz as well. To be honest, yeah, he's, Richarlison. He's quite, yeah. he's quite dangerous against. He seems to have a good record against his favourite as well. He's also um, he seems quite confident ever since he did that ball yeah. juggle. I don't know what it is, but um, <laughs> Richarlison seems to thrive off hatred. Oh, like yeah. he, yes. if, if you That's hate really him, he gets a hundred times better. And I, yeah, I like yeah. that. It's like way. Thanos. He's like, yeah, you know, he, 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 you know, you're, you know, it's like what's it in bloody Star Wars? He's like Ryan Adsel on Twitter or something. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know when uh, it's like Star Wars when uh, I can't remember. Somebody says, if you strike me down, I will become more po- powerful than you can ever imagine. And that yeah, is what he is. Richarlison yeah, yeah, just becomes like more and more powerful and angry and good the more you boo him the more you hate on him mm. uh, so don't boo him yeah, so don't <laughs> don't boo him. if anything <laughs> applaud him yeah, yeah applaud him yeah. 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 be nice to him just shout out go Richarlison come on mate yeah. Yeah. you're a legend um, best player in the world legend, yeah. <laughs> but just final thing for me um, on, on the Spurs game is um, I think this, defensively they mm. are not great like no. what in their defence they've got uh, mm. Lengley Sanchez Dyer uh, and Romero. Now, could you remember Romero? I like him. I think he's good. Romero's right, yeah. Dyer's D- 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 not awful. He's not. Dyer's been very great. good this year. Yeah, I think. exactly. He, exactly. And when I watched him, he actually three, has but... annoyingly because I've always like slated him mm. in the past because I've always thought it said he's overrated. Then he went through a patch of being so underrated. So sorry, so overrated that became underrated. Yeah, and now he's just like he's just all right, like he's yeah. decent. I think he's one of decent so far. The only people that came out of the England games over the international break with actually some credit. I think he did yeah. quite yeah. well in those two games. 
Um, and then quickly, yeah. Hugo Lloris as well made a horrendous mistake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he, mate, made, he made a mistake against us. A couple <laughs> of years I'm ago, it, mate. He's so bad, mate. He's, I, I've said, so I've said this to Incoming Lloris, Golden Glove, and absolute yeah. world class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going I'm to tone it down. I'm going to tone it down. I don't, uh, I don't rate him. I, I personally think. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I genuinely, I genuinely don't. I don't think he's good. I yeah. actually don't think he's good. I, I, but like, like Ryan said, he's now going to go and put a ten, 10 out of ten yeah. against us. I'm with Maz- <laughs> Yeah, I'm with Mazda on this. Like, I do not get at any point where he was like the world class goalkeeper. He's always had a mistake in him. I don't even think he's that good on the distribution level. He's a great shot stopper. I'm scared now. But yeah, I know. Great, I've done this. But you, um, but even even though you think to the World Cup final, which was probably his greatest hour, he was the one who passed the ball directly to um, Mandzukic to get them back in the Croatia back in the game. Yeah, in that yeah. World yeah, Cup yeah. Final. Let me um, so while we're goalkeepers. Yeah. And I, before we end the pod, I, I want yeah, to just say, say actually, uh, Bobby Sanchez. I know he was um, he made that mistake for that third goal, but mm. he was that Trent. save, oh, the last that save. Trent yeah. save, which we didn't mention. Mm. Oh my god, what a yeah. save that was! Right behind the goal as well. Seeing yeah. that as he tipped it round, it was yeah. literally going straight in that bottom corner. Yeah. Great free kick, fantastic, fantastic save. But, um, yeah, that mate, was that was one of the best saves I've seen. Yeah, well remembered, Ryan. Right, so, I yeah, feel like he redeemed himself for the mistake because that was absolutely mate redeemed himself for more. It was shaky. A little punch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quick, before yeah, we before we go, before we end the uh, the Spurs preview, I'm going to get a player, a Brighton player that's going to do well and thrive against Tottenham, and also your score predictions. Okay. Ryan, I reckon I'm going to go with you first. So a player that will thrive okay. for Brighton and this. Okay. A player that will thrive. Um, depends who we start. I think obviously if we, we, I don't imagine that would change that much to be honest. I think Alexa McAllister is your safe bet. Be nice if if we did bring in Matoma, he could potentially be one. If we, you know, Matt Doherty or whatever, if he does have a bit of a mm. Poor showing coming straight back into that team. I think Matoma could have some fun. Um, I think I think my easy bet is just to say Alexis, just because I just I, it's hard to look past him. Trossard could have a good game because um, he always seems to have a goal in him these days. But yeah. I'm probably going to give it Alexis just because I've got to stick by him at the minute. He's just been absolutely fantastic. I can't big him up enough. He's just been so good. Um, so I'll stick with him because I, I, I hope and I anticipate another good game for him, to be honest. And your score prediction, sir? Uh, score predictions see Tottenham always have a goal in them because they do have a good attack so I'm going to say 2-1 because I think we're going to win uh, I do have confidence I, I like Deserbismo and I like I like the way we've been and I, I feel like there's a good energy around at the moment the the yeah. Anfield game I, I was I was absolutely buzzing the, the atmosphere was great we're all loving our lives so I'm going to go 2-1 win cool Jack yeah, so, that will do well for Brian and score prediction. Quick, I'm, I'm going to make a rogue shout, uh, as cool. I usually like to do. Uh, I think Good. Uh, Dunk Dunk's going to really thrive in this game. I think Oof. he's going to pocket pos- He's actually probably yeah, been the I one think... that's off form at the moment. I'd say. Yeah, and I think I think he's going to do really well at sort of handling Kane. Um, and I do think. I do think Trossard, Trossard looks so informal at the moment. So yeah, he does. Um, and it, but another shout. I just I've basically listed the whole team now. But I think I think Welbeck might finally get his goal. Um, okay. Yeah, it's good. So yeah, I I I was also thinking to myself, have I ever predicted Brighton to win on this podcast? Because I, I don't, don't know, think I yeah, probably. Not. I don't think I've ever predicted. A win. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we have either. Jack. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I'm gonna predictably. I, I think uh, Deserby when he came in actually had like a run from hell if you look at it. Uh, Liverpool, Tottenham, Brentford away, uh, City and Chelsea. His first five games is tough. So I'm not going to go for a win. I think there'll be goals in the game. 
I think we might see some of Tottenham's quality come through. I still think there's more to come. A prediction, Jack. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, push yeah, you for yeah. an answer, mate. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I need, I, need, I need to wrap up, mate. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I think, I think there will be... I've got a call in eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I think there will be some good form. So I think, I think Sun will score and it will be 2-2. 2-2. Two, two. Two, two. Okay. Nice. Two, two. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 win. And I think... Uh, I'm going to go for March. March is my player to, okay. to, to yeah, drive right. just just for his his industrious non non running uh, he doesn't stop running and uh, I think he'll he'll put a shift in right that nice yeah. and then yeah for me two one win and I think yeah I'm gonna go well back I reckon he'll get his goal finally. Well, come on the Albion. Um, thank you for all coming. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking about this beautiful club that we have. Thank you, Roberto Deserve, for picking our club and giving us that unbelievable result. Great away day. Comments down below. Just put uh, stop waffling, Jack Albion. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't realise the time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna be good. Nice. All right. Um, if you have enjoyed it, of course, give this, this video a like. And also subscribe if you aren't subscribed already to the Seagull. So follow me on Twitter. Follow us all on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, it's going to be down below. FCAs. 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 Hopefully, I'll remember to put a link. Even my mum managed to do it, so anybody can do it. You know, she even tagged herself, didn't she? She even nominated herself twice. So, final, final one. We are going to have a very special guest coming soon. So, oh yeah, yeah, very special guest. Very special guest. Yeah. So, um, and then, if, of course, Corey. yeah, yeah, <laughs> not your Corey, Jack. That's a bit graphic, mate. Um, right. Anyway, before Please. I say anything wrong, yeah. So, also, um, give us a. I want to click like and all that nonsense. Uh, YouTube, Spotify, <coughs> Apple. You know where to find us if you're listening already. And we will see you next week with a very special guest. So, peace. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.